Welcome, marvelous makers and art appreciators to the Art Space Podcast, brought to you by Lemon Street Gallery and Art Space, located at 4601 Sheridan Road. Stop on by your favorite citrus-themed art gallery. I'm going with my original phrase today. Keep it classic. We're, we're in a classic mood today. Because <laughs> we've got an OG with us today. Sure, yes. <laughs> sure. Why not? Yes. Um, and I am your host, Shelby Nesmith. <laughs> And I'm Jake Ho- Ho- Hoy. Shut up. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a fun one today, guys. <laughs> We've had some mead. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. There is like a little bit of mead in our system. And I stumble over my own name. <laughs> but we're doing it. Yes, we're doing it. Um, and today we are with, I always say the fabulous, but this this person is truly fabulous and wonderful. Don't roll your eyes at me. <laughs> um <laughs> Today we're going to be chit-chatting with Beth Derry today. Well, as Donnie Stancato would say, the lovely Beth Derry. So we just lovely. shorten it to LBD. So. LBD is in the house. <laughs> Woo-hoo! <laughs> well, awesome. Welcome, Beth. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It's been a long time coming. I've been wanting to have you on for literally years at this point. Yeah, he keeps asking, like, when do you think would be okay? I was like, give her a minute. <laughs> I was just, um, hey, just give her a minute. <laughs> I've just been excited to hear from Beth Derry. Maybe yeah. there's some people at home that don't know who Beth is. That's yeah. true. Maybe, probably not, but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Beth, there's quite a few. <laughs> well, Beth is the former executive director of Lemon Street. She mm-hmm. is an artist member here at Lemon Street still to this day. And has been since 2006, I want to say. Sounds about right. Did 2005, my research. I was involved in artistry. And so that January 2006 is when I officially joined. So we're coming up on 20 years of membership. Oh not yet, not yet. <laughs> coming up. <laughs> it's on the horizon. We can Don't see it. Startle me. <laughs> and we love it. 20 glorious years. It will be in three more years. Yes. <laughs> For me, but for you, 25, 25 or Lemon Street next year. <laughs> we were already talking about what we want to do for that. Mm-hmm. So, working on those, stay tuned. Yes, we'll probably have something special. I don't know. We'll just, I hope so. We're planning something special, well, so it better we're, happen. <laughs> we're planning on planning it. Yeah. <laughs> so. An insight into the board meeting that we just had. Oh, gosh, <laughs> we won't get into that. No. Well, we can't because we don't yes. have plans yet. <laughs> Shush, Jake. Hey, you know. <laughs> I'm all about transparency here. I know you are, but you're a little, you're like a window out here, dude. I can see right through you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, um, working with Beth for a long time and that was so nice. Just, I, I miss those days we'd come in and we'd just chit chat and I know when we left, we popped open a bottle. Oh, when you left, we popped open a bottle of wine and just talked for hours about the art community and where things are going and it was just so fabulous so uh yeah so it was it was that was important yes yeah Yeah. the passing of the torch we might not even have this podcast if not for beth i mean the encouragement and incubation that took place there you know oh yeah i have a feeling you guys would have done whatever you wanted to Well, I know, I know for a fact, I can say this, that I would not be involved with Lemon Street Gallery if not for Beth. She's the one that invited me to apply for the board uh, mm-hmm. now five-ish years ago. And uh, yeah, I, so I literally wouldn't be sitting in this room if not for her. Thank you. You are very well. It was our pleasure. We, you know, we can we saw the the potential, and you brought it with all you have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, About that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 
awesome. We're all supportive of each other and we miss each other and just so nice. So I do. It's been a weird few years. We missed each other during the pandemic and then we, you know, missed each other because I just retired and yeah, it's, it's been it's a roller coastery. Yeah, different chapter. So and almost fittingly, we're sitting in an empty room right now. <laughs> whereas usually we're surrounded by beautiful art. We are currently in transition, I guess you'd say, between the July show and the August show. Yep, yep, yep. Which will be Carly Lyons, um, Peg Rush, and uh, Paula Tui. So get on down when that's up. Uh, I don't know when you're listening to this, but get on down to the Lemon Street Art. Stop Town. on by. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, it smells like paint in here. I painted the walls. I'm covered in white paint. Well, not as much anymore, but covered in white paint. <laughs> it's looking spick and so. span in here. It's, oh, uh, yeah. it's beautiful. Got to keep them walls. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, I should have brought my sunglasses. It's <laughs> yeah, the glare. It's very bright. It's Beth was shielding her eyes for those at home. <laughs> so uh, maybe it's a mixture of the mead and the paint fumes, but hey, we're having a good time. <laughs> oh, so. yes, we are. But uh, we got questions. That yeah. keep us on track to stop us from straying too much. We're probably going to stray some. Yeah, yeah. Full disclosure. Yes. I think we already have. <laughs> we had like a 25-minute preamble before we even started yeah, recording. Yeah. But, you know. It's, eh, neither here nor there. We're going to keep Now on. we're on track. Yep, yep, yep. So um, so I always like to spring a question on our artists, as you probably Ooh, know. Quite a sound effect there. That was Beth and Derry, by the way, folks. Sharp breath and dig. Yeah. You did not just run over a fox on your way into work this morning. Um, so, uh, yeah, I like to surprise artists, as you probably know, listening to the podcast. But um, so I always ask, if you had to summarize your artwork, like um, what kind of uh, style do you paint in? Um, is there an art movement that you can kind of attach to? to kind of inform people about what you do? Wow, that's a very good question. Mm -hmm. um, and and <laughs> it has, I would say, evolved over the years. I am very drawn to um, like folk art and primitive and colorful and mark making and, you know, try and incorporate all of that into what I feel, I guess. Oh, okay. I don't know what that style is. I mean, it's like like impressionist paintings, but mm -hmm. I like weaving. You know, <laughs> so like, that's a pretty broad spectrum. And kind but. of merging the two in that, and especially with your quilt, like uh, the collages that you've been doing recently too. It's it's this mixture of fiber arts and printmaking, and just you're kind of pulling in different things. So. Yeah, I think there's a marriage between printmaking and stitching. And that's something I'm really stitching on paper, stitching on fabric. Mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty excited about some of the possibilities there. So Yeah, yeah. They kind of have a, both of a, a very hands-on process, too. So... Um, gotta love both of them to do. <laughs> so. I'm not a great. I'm not a strong drawer or painter. I could paint. I. I mean, ish. I mean, not like paint. <laughs> like people who paint, but I. I can paint a wall. Put paint on things, um, but I can't draw very well. So it's like, oh, if only I could stitch that, because then I can get it. You know. So mm -hmm. and that's why I break it down to a line, and then it can be a something that's stitched. Oh, well, cool. Yeah, breaking it into simpler shapes, I I I very much relate to that, because um, that's just how I paint, breaking it down into little tiny shapes and going. So, yeah, that's a good printmaking philosophy. So yeah, 
Yeah, because then you could do multiple colors. Like you can, if you break it down into shapes, you can like change one color or you can run the whole thing. It's just really cool. So, yeah. I got an early educate Jake to just throw in here real quick. <laughs> go, go. What's mark making? Mark making. Mark making is um, an abstraction of a piece by making marks. <laughs> <laughs> the very was using maybe paint, Posca pens, um, some type of linear uh, grouping on a a piece that would be complementary or contrasting to the rest of the piece. Is it like that one piece that like you walk up real close and it's a bunch of dots? That's that pointillism. Is, or am I totally off track? So pointillism is a form of mark making, okay. kind of. I'm like, not totally off track, so just mostly. When you put that, the medium, whatever you're doing, to whatever uh, canvas or area that you're working in, it's that pressure that you apply and that texture that you apply using that medium that kind of creates that mark making. Okay. Um, so like paint, you can really get smush the brush down and have a more furled out kind of mark. Mm. Um, you can have a more of a scratch like mark. Um, there's different forms of getting different textures through uh, just applying your uh, whatever you're drawing with or painting with or making with um, applying that to the surface and kind of just letting either your brain do it or um, just what the medium allows you to do. Okay. Because so. I was going to say, I'm familiar with maker's mark, but not mark making. <laughs> <laughs> One might lead to the other. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. <laughs> They're hand in hand. <laughs> well, now we know. So this has been Educate Jake. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. But... You love textures as well, mm -hmm. so being in tandem with the fiber arts, I can see where um, with the even the printmaking, you're going to have so much fun exploring the textures and everything, so um, see that starting to form, so <laughs> very excited. It is exciting, <laughs> and it is something that is relatively new to me, but I have a long background in fiber arts, and um, so it doesn't come that part of it is comes very intuitively and it's the printmaking part that really isn't intuitive to me so I'm, that's where my education like educating jake um <laughs> is coming in in the last year or so i've been really trying to focus on uh different um types of printmaking and um taking classes where i can and exploring where i can on my own and i i have a hard time thinking in reverse and with printmaking you have to oh yeah <laughs> and so that's been a big challenge for me but it's something that i i wanted to challenge myself with so mm -hmm. yeah and um i know with your approach you're you're very um very physical visual person as well so um I know doing like a computer layout, that's just not your vibe at all to lay something out on the computer. It's like, no, I want to take the pieces and I want to put them here. So that, that is nothing wrong with that there. Yeah. There's no. nothing wrong with that. It's that, um, is really a learning curve with printmaking is when you work in that way and there's nothing wrong with that. So yeah, I could take a yeah. cardboard cutout <laughs> and, and yeah, put it <laughs> different pieces out on it and see how it would look. Beth. 
<laughs> you little goober. Am I missing um, an in-joke yeah, here? Yeah, it's an inside joke. <laughs> but we're going to keep on moving. <laughs> okay. I'm in the dark too, folks at home. That's yes. okay. <laughs> well, that, this all leads very nicely into our first question, which I'm not going to be able to ask because of the amount of laughter going on across the table from me. Oh, yeah. now su- sudden seriousness. Okay. We're listening. Continue. Let, let's go. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Deep voice time. <laughs> Beth. deep voice time (laughs) how did you first get into art and what are some of your earliest art memories how did i first start getting into art i think as a child it was mere boredom Mm -hmm. yeah no (laughs) and actually one of my earliest earliest memories is being maybe three and uh we would spend weekends or at least Sundays at my grandparents. And we would be given brown grocery bags <laughs> to color on and crayons. And that was, you know, while the adults had adult time. And we would color on this on this brown paper bag. And I I'm I might have some form of um it called pica where you eat things oh god because <laughs> i would like chew on the paper bag <laughs> my oh. sister would tell me it's made out of horse hair what are you? <laughs> so she would i mean then she terrorized me horribly <laughs> as a child which i deserve most of it but um <laughs> so that was that i think um yeah eating and coloring on <laughs> brown paper bags was one of my earliest childhood memories <laughs> And, uh, They're not made out of horse hair, are they? No. Like, <laughs> now I'm second guessing hair. myself. No, I know. She was just mean. Yeah. Trying to, trying that would be a very expensive out. bag. Oh, like. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so they make glue out of horses. Horses, right? hooves. Hooves. Oh, hooves. Or at least gelatin. You used to. It's like, it's like hooves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sidetrack, but either way, yeah, I can okay, just sorry. picture it now just little Beth chewing on the bag <laughs> and doodling on the same thing. <laughs> As kid, as the parents are playing like cards or something in the background, and they're Making just like Manhattan, yeah, yeah, just like go, go, <laughs> go, chew on your bag. <laughs> see it. Really, see we now. feed them. <laughs> but I could see it now. And yeah, it was just spending a lot of time doodling as a as a kid, and mm. then it became kind of a nervous habit. I think you know where. Oh, I, I definitely do, do it yeah. too. And mm-hmm. school, high school. I mean, everything we would. We would color on our jeans, we would do our shoes, we would, you know, our notebooks, everything was, you know, penned, inked up. Doodled something somewhere. Yeah, yeah. it was always good. Uh-huh. I remember gel pens being big when I was in school, and you would, like, write on the back of your hand and, like, do little, like, flowers and stuff. My mom would yell at me if I came home with anything on my hands. Uh, yeah. For us, it was mainly Sharpies because we couldn't oh, okay. have them in mm-hmm. at school. And then she'd just be like, stop it. You're going to get skin cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And It's going to absorb all the chemicals. Yeah. And I'm just like, whatever, mom. And she's she would get mad at me. And you'll get lead poisoning from chewing on pencils. Yes. Because that's lead and not graphite. <laughs> But yeah, they tried. They tried. Yeah. They tried to quell that artistic. <laughs> really, they just didn't want the, all the pencils in the house to be all chewed up. Yeah, but, uh, you know, there's that. That's another. Not story. my Ticonderoga. <laughs> so, but yeah, my mom would always yell at me if I doodled. Came home with doodles on my hands. She's like, you could doodle on paper, doodle on whatever. Just don't doodle on you. Well, okay. we would do the X for cooties. You know, yeah. boy shot. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, shot against circle, circle, dot, yeah. dot. No, no boy jokes. Well, we didn't get that creative. No. <laughs> just an come X. later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we did a lot of bubble letters. You know, so the big. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. 
child of the 70s i'm dating myself so yeah big bubble letters well the thing with the circle circle dot dot then you just have boobs on your hand oh yeah oh boy yeah we so that was that. A, yeah no. we always did this thing did you ever do that thing <gasps> yes the the s thing the, 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 the didn't, didn't, no <laughs> people at home might know what i mean it's it's like the like block x s the letter s made with a bunch of just lines you would draw like three lines and then below it three more mm -hmm. lines and then connect them and then draw like triangles on top and that made a it never mind yeah this is it's very <laughs> similar to a game my sister and i used to play in church oh, <laughs> yeah. oh okay where you have dots and you have to make boxes oh i've, I've seen that game yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. a real game yeah right I yeah because so. um you just get like dotted graph paper and then you just play that Take game turns. and yeah, to whoever turn. made the most yeah. squares wins mm -hmm. or something because then when you yeah. made the full box then you put like your first letter of your first name on it and yeah that was too advanced wow. for me i i never made it past tic-tac-toe <laughs> <laughs> but you did the s thing i could do the s thing that's it's, pretty yeah. it's not even a game it's just a thing <laughs> yeah well you're good at the thing jake didn't have sisters i was not no i didn't <laughs> only child until i was like eight and then i had a younger brother uh -huh. so I was an only child. Uh, well, I am an only child too. Yeah. So, but yeah. anyway, um, yeah, strange. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we had bad board meetings because we get really sidetracked. Yeah, I think they yes. were good. Oh. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, just it's it's enjoyable to chat like this. So. And now it seems like we have the meeting and we just leave now, and it's like. Oh. That was quick. What? Well, I, you know, I keep it moving. Oh, yeah. yeah. What happened to the meeting after the meeting? Mm, yeah. <laughs> no, it was serious. Like, it's like, bye, I'm going home. And then they just, like, flood out of the room. And I'm like, oh. Is that a me thing? Am no. I, like. No, it's well, not. You're the last one there with me. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, I know. But maybe I'm scaring them off. No. I, I, I don't know. Summer, people have just been so busy oh, this yeah. year. Oh, yeah. Like, so much going on. Yeah, so either way, enough about board meetings. Um, <laughs> um, so Beth, who were some of, who or what were some of your influences on your artwork? Wow. Um, yeah. Influences <laughs> on my artwork. A big one was my mother. Mm -hmm. um, she... I think she lived a little vicariously through me. <laughs> Here, try this, try that, do uh -huh. this. Oh, you could do it. You could do anything, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, which was wonderful. I mean, that was a great ego boost. But yeah. um, she would see it through rose-colored glasses, I'm sure. Um, you know, so um, putting you know. your work on the fridge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and I just scribbling out your little signature on the end and putting it there. <laughs> it's like, yes, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to admit, um, going through, after she passed away, going through her papers, and she had folders for each of the kids, and, Aww. you know, in my folder, she had, like, every article that was in, that I was in the paper Aww. for, she would have all of the, like, the paper I wrote in college, and, you know, it just, I know, so, you know, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that is um, definitely a mother's open dream for her daughter. Mm -hmm. to be um to be happy and to be well and so she really did influence my my grandmother was a pastel artist which i didn't know about until oh. later in life oh. so i think just the notion that it wasn't crazy to make things paint things do things was really important and a really good thing for me to 
be influenced by you know, that yeah. it was it was it's not like a yeah do what right. you're gonna do yeah. that for a little bit but what does it do yeah <laughs> right. which i would get sometimes but um it's that's unfortunate okay. that more people don't have the kind of support system exactly that, you know, exactly oh, but what are you gonna do for money you know that kind yeah. of thing yeah and I think at as an early age, I was going to be an art teacher. You know, mm -hmm. that was something I wanted to. Well, I didn't become an art teacher, but um, you know, <laughs> that's okay too. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess that was that was an early influence. We always had our hands busy growing up. Um, everything from making cheese to Ooh. candles. Um, <laughs> I remember a summer, my mother and my cousins and my aunt and I, we like, it, it, something was going on in the family. I'm not exactly sure where it was, but we were in, uh, we were up north in Eagle River and we ran a little shop that was like a, a paint, plaster painting shop. Oh, yeah. I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so when the shop wasn't open, we'd do little day trips and we would go to different parks. And um, one park we would go and we'd bring our um, camp stove. And so we would make sand cast, uh, candles <laughs> on the beach. <laughs> C candles? Candles. Sand candles. candles. Yeah. So we'd have the, the camp stove and the coffee cans and we'd melt the wax and then we'd like make these holes in the sand and put different shells along the outside mm -hmm. and pour the wax. Pour the wax and, in. Oh. So, I mean, she was always doing, we was, she always had ideas about things, but she needed somebody to execute it, I think, right. you know, or <laughs> gotcha. someone to help her execute or make it okay to. I'm not going to do this by myself. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I completely understand that. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, that that was the idea that it was okay to do whatever you felt compelled to do. Aww. And creativity doesn't have to be boxed into, you know, traditional, you know, like, you know, you paint. That's what you do. You paint or you sketch, right. you know. Oh, you know, it all. Make a candle on the beach. <laughs> make cheese. <laughs> You kind of glossed over that. You made yeah. cheese. <laughs> I think that was kind of like my dad's thing. <laughs> He's um, like, because he would make sauerkraut and oh uh, yeah, uh, more and, of the pickling stuff. Yeah, and, and I, he got somebody for Christmas got a cheese making kit, and so we made cheese. Mm. It was not good. So oh, <laughs> sauerkraut was not good either. I oh. mean, if it once it turns, it's yeah. Got to read up on pickling and cheese making. <laughs> oh, it's it's tricky. <laughs> it really is yeah. science. <laughs> there is and daily maintenance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just like a Christmas tree, you wouldn't think there's daily maintenance. You got to water the Christmas tree. I always, I never had a living tree growing up. <gasps> At least not in my memory. My yes. mom is probably listening at home, going, "Yes, we did when you <laughs> were three. And I'm, I don't remember. Yeah. But uh, I always remember having a, the same artificial tree. So I never knew the maintenance of Christmas trees. Yeah. You don't think about it until it's sitting in your living room and you're like, ah, oh, crud. I got to water this thing. <laughs> or it's June and you're finding remnants of the Christmas tree. <laughs> it's your carpet vacuuming Poking up. you yeah. in the foot. Mm -hmm. yeah. You go to throw it out and all the needles fall off all yeah, at once. <laughs> pretty much. So. A little sidetrack there, but that's okay. <laughs> well, we got another question. Yes. Keep it moving. Mm -hmm. Um Beth, who are some of your favorite artists? And local artists would be included, famous artists. Well, um, I would say that um, 
the big ones, you know, uh, also very traditional. Um, I have a very strong Dutch background, so um, obviously the Dutch uh, painters, Van Gogh, very, mm -hmm. very heavily influenced with that. Um, the expressionist, the color, you know, that color, that that texture, that that amazing vibrancy that comes from those painters. Um, which everybody I think is like odd and it, 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 putting it in context with history is the one thing I think that doesn't always happen for people to understand artists. That's why mm -hmm. this podcast that Shelby turned me on to yes. <laughs> art holes oh, yeah. <laughs> is really good because, um, <laughs> this, this guy who does this podcast really puts it in, I mean, context with history and what's going on. I mean, that was a great way to understand a lot of the um, artists that people know as artists, you know, renownedly. Mm -hmm. um, locally, um, which actually locally, our printers are amazing, I think. Oh, the, yeah. You know, the Bagalkis, Joe Sabo, you, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, seriously. You know, I mean, they're, we're very fortunate to have a lot of, I think, really good local talent. Um, Instagram has, too. right. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah you know, I that mean, it's, it into my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram is a really great way to be, to, to develop favorite artists too, or influencers. Um, Heidi Parks is a Milwaukee fiber artist and she does amazing hand quilting. Um, Anna Felchetta is a Canadian uh, mixed media artist and I follow her on Instagram. She's very inspiring. And you know, there's some mono printers whose names escape me, but uh, I think that's probably been my, my influence, heaviest influence lately is Instagram artists that okay. you can follow mm -hmm. and just stalk and, I know. I love doing that. It's my favorite hobby. <laughs> I now have access to the uh, Instagram account for the Art Space podcast, yeah. and I use it to, you know, book guests sometimes and stuff. But sometimes it'll like keep me logged in, and I'll go on there, and I just see so many people that we follow and stuff, like the yeah. artists, and I'm like, oh man, this is like a plethora. It's like yeah. a huge rabbit hole to dive down. <laughs> oh yeah, and that's where we do a little bit of scouting as well. So yeah. yeah. A place to do it, I think. So, yeah. but yeah, check in on your local artist. Um, go stock their social media, give them some love and um, comment and give them a like, give them a heart wherever you're viewing their stuff. So, Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that's nothing feels better than to get that kind of recognition. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's why we do it. It's the easiest way to support them, it doesn't cost anything at all. So, go do that. But, um, we're going to have a chit chat with Beth when we come back from our break and our wonderful um, uh, word from our wonderful sponsor. Hello, Art Space podcast fans. This is Joseph from Draw Joseph Studio. Most of you know who I am. I have this fabulous world-class draw studio up in Racine at the Racine Business Center, 1405 16th Street. My studio is real easy to find. It's on the first floor on the east side, right inside the tunnel. If you know the Racine Business Center, it's a big, tall brick building, and there's a big Von Schrader on the east side of the building, and the tunnel's right underneath the Von. So come in the tunnel, first studio to your right, and on every Tuesday afternoon at 5.30, the gates open up, and at 6 p.m., I have a model posing. You're invited. It's free. 
Tip the Model. Hope to see you there. And we are back from that break. Woohoo. Thanks for staying with us. The the meat is being passed around once more. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take the rest. Take the rest. You you earned it. <laughs> it is delicious meat. Did we talk yeah. about it already? We did not. No, we didn't. So. Tell us about it. It's uh from Door County. It is from Door County. It is a honey wine with a cherry with added cherry juice and honey. And it, apple juice, I and believe. And apple, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this was, I went on a kind of a solo vacation, my first, and uh, went to Door County. And my goal was to visit the four state parks that are in the peninsula. There's five. <laughs> <laughs> I know this because I tell people all day that there's 11 lighthouses in five state parks. Which one did I miss? Peninsula. Yeah. Uh, Newport. Newport. Potawatomi. Rock Island. Oh, I didn't go to Rock Island. That kind of, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. right. And technically, it's not on the peninsula. So you're right. Okay. You were right. Okay. I was wrong. <laughs> it's in Door County, but not on yes, the peninsula. That's true. That's true. I, when I went, I don't think the ferry was right. going. You have to t- take two ferries to get to it. Right. Yeah. And and it was before the ferry started up for the season okay yeah so yeah, yeah. um i couldn't get you're it. good you oh, passed yeah. <laughs> you were over there in the winter weren't you? it was the uh, yeah it was march oh march that's right. um yep. snowed every stand no. <laughs> snowed rain fog i mean it was the worst weather but i i expected that no i mean crowds. I wasn't, <laughs> no crowds nothing open <laughs> very little open except this distillery in uh not in ephraim uh uh Egg Harbor, Sister Bay. Sister no, it Bay. wasn't Sister Bay. Egg Fish Harbor. Creek. One of those. <laughs> In Door <laughs> County. In Door County, it was, and uh, so this this distillery was open, but I wasn't too interested in that. But they did have mead, and so I had a little. I got a flight of mead, and this the name of this one is Pop Art. So mm. of course I had to. So fitting. Yeah, I had to bring some of that home. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, Sweet uh, and perfect. Yum, yum, yum. I like the cherry. I've always been a cherry guy. Mm-hmm. There's a mead place. Uh, I approve. Uh, she approves. Yeah, in uh, East Troy. I was just yeah. going to say. You've been there? I have not. I've been threatening to go there, but again, I'm not going to go alone. So I've been there a couple times, but it's been a few years now. Yeah. And yeah, they have very, very good mead. My son goes there. That's where they got their wedding mead from. Hmm. Gotta have some wedding mead. The marriage oh. mead. The marriage get, mead. Get married like a Viking. <laughs> Honest to goodness, they yeah. have drinking horns. Oh. And, yeah, I'm not kidding. The whole nine yards. <laughs> the whole nine yards, yep. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. But back to but, business. Yeah, back to business here. <laughs> we had threatened beforehand to, to talk about mead the whole time, and Shelby oh, yeah. was like, I will put a stop to it. <laughs> well, the mead making process. I don't I, Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. nitty no. gritty. Jake makes mead. We don't need to get into it. I've been it, dabbling. He's de- been dabbling in mead making. I don't need to know the specifics, but he's still opening up a meadery <laughs> in 2025. Okay. Problem is, I keep drinking it all. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of a, yeah. Yeah, kind that, of a that's first cool. rule of yeah, don't get high on your own supply. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've been watching The Wire, huh? Yeah. But who Omar's are you coming. <laughs> Who are you making it for? Yourself. There you go. The world. Okay. At large. Okay. But, you know, I'm part of that world. Yeah, you are. So go for it. You're worldly. Yeah. That's <laughs> no, been fun. But anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, you, you know what else starts with M besides mead? Magic. Uh, motivation 
Oh, motivation. Um, and that ties into our question. The way that Shelby's saying this makes me think it was my turn to ask this question. It is. And I didn't pick up on that. So, Beth, <laughs> what is your motivation to create? Well, I've listened to this podcast, so I oh, knew thank this you. question was coming. Mm-hmm. And I, so I did give it a little bit of thought. And I think the motivation to create has really, for me, um, morphed over the years. I think initially it was, oh, wow, look what I can do. Oh, this is cool. Oh, this is great. Then it kind of got to the point where the it became more of a thing I had to do to keep sane and mm. to deal with grief and um, loss. And we all went mm-hmm. through the worst times recently. And I think that that need to create became even greater during that time for me. Mm-hmm. I, and I know a lot of people had different different thoughts. They had high expectations that they were going to be so productive and they were going to make so many things and didn't, and then felt really horrible. Right. I didn't have very high expectations. (laughs) And for me, it was really, that's when I started my stitching in earnest. And that's when I did a lot of mending and Mm -hmm. visible mending, which is a, is a thing. One of my favorite things that you've done. It's so adorable. Thank you. you. It means it's a very personal thing to me. And I think that that is all part of the journey that brings me to where uh, the work that I'm trying to do now. Mm-hmm. Um, so without all of that, I couldn't be here. So it all had a reason. It all had a purpose. And it is, um, I always think that people are like, they're most creative when they're depressed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and because again, they're, that's something they, they, and I think I have to feel that I have to work through and to be able to create art mm-hmm. as an expression or as a, not even an expression. It's not like you're expressing your your grief or your depression, it is something that is maybe a distraction even. Mm-hmm. Distraction's good sometimes. You need to be distracted yeah. so you don't go down that well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think that has been the motivation for me. It's mm-hmm. been, you know, just kind of... Diving in deep. Yeah. 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 And And now it's back, kind of ebbing back to... I have... Excitement. Yeah, yeah. excitement about... This is something new and something really interesting. Yeah, it's something that you know gives me a little flutter. So hopefully, it will other people too. Oh, I love that answer. It's your motivation is a journey. Like you know, a lot of answers we've heard from other guests, but all of that, you know, constantly changing, Mm -hmm. evolving. Yeah, and the idea of like with the um, most productive when you're depressed, it's like there's this calmness that you kind of have clarity and when you're in that state it sounds weird but there's like this certain um at least for me when I've I've, because I mainly use art as a um a mental health tool and everything I just feel this stillness within myself where it's just like okay now explode it on the paper because it's just calm on the inside let let the craziness out (laughs) so like calm before the storm type of thing so yeah yeah I, I don't have a, I'm not an artist. I don't consider myself an artist, but everybody tells me I actually am. Uh, so whatever is what it is. But uh, yeah, I went through a breakup recently mm-hmm. and uh, I, that's when I started knitting again. Mm-hmm. I hadn't knitted for, in, in earnest, like two, three years. And 
I just picked it up and I've just was telling during the break that I've probably made like <laughs> 15 hats in the last three months. Yeah. <laughs> just because, you know. It's uh, it's healing. Yeah. I mean, and I know that sounds rather cliche, right. I think in a way, but you know, it is in, again, maybe it's a distraction that yeah. you need. And I think that's okay. And it wasn't a conscious thing. It no, was just, no. I just noticed, oh, I've been knitting a lot. That, that's mm -hmm. weird. That wasn't like that before. <laughs> I picked that thing up again. <laughs> yeah. Well, wonderful. They say oh. knitting is the new yoga. So. Oh, <laughs> do they? <laughs> well, I think they said that about eight years ago. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm still riding the crest of that way. I'm wave. notorious <laughs> for being behind on trends. I'm, ju I'm just getting into flannel shirts. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I got a few I could help you out with. <laughs> oh, I'm big and fat. <laughs> as, as Ellen said, that sounds like something an old person would say. <laughs> That's what old people say. Shelby calling out the old uh, attacks right, that have been it. hurled at me. <laughs> uh, I don't even remember the context for that. What did I say? I had I said Stoking something. Stoking a flame or something or the the irons are in the fire. Got too many irons in the fire. Is that it? Something like that. Is that an old person thing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> As Ellen said. I think I corrected you because you like said uh, like you, you said it wrong or something. Too many fires in the iron. Yeah, uh, something like that. Maybe that's what it was. I, I think I earned it is what I'm saying. The the insult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I deserved it. <laughs> All righty. So we're going to keep moving right along. I know you are super, super, super excited for this question. This is it. The big question. Here it is. Dun, 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 dun. If time and money were no object, what would your dream project be? Okay, I've been thinking about this for years. Yes. <laughs> let it out, let it out. <laughs> I will, I will. Um, I want to find like an old vintage mid-century motel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it could be anywhere. It can be far away. It can be close. Better if it's close. And have each of the rooms be like an artist studio that they could let. And... The main lobby would be an art gallery. Oh. And it would be called the Artel. Artel. <laughs> and it would all be so everybody it, I just I just think of like I mean I've like counted how many air conditioners I would need. <laughs> I really thought about this a lot. You're in the nitty gritty. I, I am. I logistics. And, mm -hmm, I'm looking at the beach area on Sheridan Road and I'm going Oh. Hmm. That's one of the north side ones, right? Yeah. It's going it's it's the, well, ta the tax roll is like $900,000 on it. I'm like, oh, wow. Mm. You did your homework. So, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. I'm just a little bit. But just, there just is a peak. Yeah. <laughs> Manitowish Waters, there's there's another place up there. Um the road we would take to go up to Upper Michigan. Um there's a couple along that way too and Trivers has it. Oh. like you know the, and they and they're not in great shape so they would need like a lot of work but what a great way to get people to come together you could have you know week get, weekly retreats weekend retreats people could come rent their rooms it could even be a great Airbnb who wouldn't want mm. to stay in a room with an artist colony and yeah you know i just think there is so much potential for something really like a great incubator -y, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of setting. And, you know, that would be, I think, really terrific. I mean, and, and this was way before Shit's Creek. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, wasn't even influenced by that. But, um, you know, that, that kind of 
help me to keep this dream alive. Yeah, because like, oh, it, it, it's doable. This yeah. is doable. That's yeah. definitely doable. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it? I know. See, it's not that. But, you know, mm -hmm. I have a link, leaking sink right now <laughs> in my home. What am I going to I'm not that yeah. handy. I need yeah. I need somebody who's very handy. So mm -hmm. Yeah, it would be, it would be, a, you need a team for that, yeah. I feel mm -hmm. like. Absolutely. Yeah. But if money's no object, then I can hire True. that team. You oh, know? Yeah, so yeah. if time and money were no object, that's extremely Artel. Doable. Especially Artel, Artel on the lake, you know, and it could be like influenced by like Michigan or. That's know, a perfect just, spot for yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And you're not far from the university there. And yeah. That could be good. I know. So I, yeah. And, you know, years and years ago, my husband and I used to say we we're going to open up a bagel books and bait shop. <laughs> bagel books and bait. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you go up north on vacation, that's all you need. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's all you Just need. Just a, a bagel, yeah. a book, and some bait. Right, right. Just don't mix up the bagel and the bait. You don't want a worm bagel. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you think? Loxes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was about to say lox. <laughs> lox is salmon. So. Mm -hmm. um, but no, the, and and obviously that was kind of a pipe dream. But that, you mm -hmm. know, gave, led me to think about the artel. And we would even scope out different locations it yeah it sounds like it mm -hmm. you mentioned manitowish waters and i was gonna joke that uh, i hope it's not the one where the shooting what <laughs> the the, 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 the only thing manitowish waters is known for is john dillinger was like holed up there back in the 40s oh. or 30s and there the fbi caught up to him and there was a big shootout at this lodge called little bohemia which is in Manitowish Waters or and near there. Is still in operation. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's when she said hotel, a motel in Manitowish Waters. I'm like, oh, it's not that one. A couple bullet holes there. Hey, <laughs> Cover them up the with paintings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which just adds to the mystique. Yes. <laughs> so all of you, you know, philanthropists out there who have nothing better to spend your money on, come see me. Yes. Yeah. We've yeah. got an investment Good. idea here. <laughs> which is doable. Mm -hmm. oh, well, awesome. All right, we're on our last question, guys. Mm -hmm. This is the juicy one. Mm -hmm. I think you might have some feelings. Uh, Beth, <laughs> what are some of your thoughts about the local <laughs> art community? Strengths, ways to improve, weaknesses? Let's go. Let's go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> no, I think, and, and not to, I've had some very strong feelings about it. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll, begin it with, I think that we are all on the same side of the fence, just in different backyards. Mm. And how do we, I think that there is, I think. <laughs> yeah, I know you got to tiptoe. <laughs> Don't tiptoe too much. I'm not really tiptoeing. I just like want to, I want to formulate a thought. Mm -hmm. And, and the upside is I think that our music scene has really taken off and done mm -hmm. very, very well in the last few years. Um, when I'm not a native, but I have lived here for, for years. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I did live here, it was, it was like a scary, sketchy town and, and didn't really feel like going out any place was, what good girls did. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't all that good. But anyway, <laughs> no. Um, and, and I think the art scene has always been more toward the performing arts and to the music end of things. Uh, our schools have fabulous drama, drama programs. Our mm -hmm. community art uh, theater is 
you know, it is alive and it does things. I think there's been so much dissension in our visual arts mm-hmm. community. Um, there are different, very separate components, and yeah. that's the different backyards that I'm mm-hmm. talking about. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think mm-hmm. we all want the same thing. I think we all want to have a vibrant, cohesive, active, fun, important art community but the way we think it should be done is all different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's the philosophy of silos. You know, yeah, we mm-hmm. live in silos. Yeah. Whatever. Let's, you know, how how does that change? I don't know exactly how it changes. Mm-hmm. I think there have been great advances. I think the art market is great. Oh, yeah. Um that's been a nice bridge between them all, I'd say. The- it has. And mm-hmm. and I don't think it's like it's it's not any one entity's thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it is and it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, it is, but yeah. it isn't Lemon Street Gallery's art fair. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's that's not, not the exclusively point of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. not the point of it. The point of it is to give a platform for you know artists of all walks of life to be able to have an affordable place to sell their artwork, which is important that's what we need we 100%. need people to and it's and it's an it's an event that is attractive kenosha is on the i-94 corridor we have businesses that are building here for those businesses to attract employees we need to have culture mm-hmm. and we have to have an active cultural environment and part of that is the visual arts it's a performing arts and it's a you know music it's all those things but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People are going to move here for a job based on how their family or they can be enriched. Right. And um, we have organizations, Kaba's really good at um, showing new companies or potential companies what Kenosha has to offer them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if we don't have that vibrant cultural art scene, they're not going to talk about it. Yeah. So, yeah. what happens? Here? Yeah, <laughs> you know, how do we do that? And we are, we. It is just the economic impact of the arts, especially in this area, since the industries have left or mm-hmm. are minimal. Um, the economic impact of the arts can be huge, and it is a real thing. It is a real, and people have to understand that. It's like it's we have the stickers. Art is not a frill. Yeah, it is not. You know, it is something that is important to a community because I feel like I'm so boxing here. No, Sorry. Do it. that's the point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it is the economic impact that makes a community strong, and mm. it is in our schools. It's bringing involving the schools. It's involving young people, the the colleges, the high schools. You know, and it's getting everybody to be excited about the arts in our community mm-hmm. and we have the i'm sad that our commission on the arts disbanded we had yeah. a non-funded uh commission on the arts with um volunteers from the air from the the mm-hmm. area to help arts organizations do things and talk about things and get things done and they had no budget. They had uh, just recently had an alderman, so they had very little government representation. And I don't think it's necessarily the government's 
responsibility to get the arts going in this community. I think it's great to have their support. Right. <laughs> and I, I know we've got some big changes coming up in our local government in the very near future. And mm-hmm. I am concerned about how that's going to look for the arts. Um, and, you know, we, I think it's, it's all of our responsibility to let people know, even if they don't, aren't an artist or they don't like art, they have to understand the impact that arts make to other people, if not themselves personally. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've got to be that advocate or we have to talk to our legislators. I mean, it sounds like a big, scary thing to do, but it isn't, you know, it isn't a big, scary thing. They're just people, you know, we have, they come to the local bars for their lunch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're just people. Mm-hmm. Um, and and talk to them and tell them, you know, support this legislation that will bring more of an economic impact to our area. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so many times that uh, now that the the arts council is like under tourism, so it, mm-hmm. it there is big restructuring in our state government as far as how the arts board which is the um funding component of the arts in wisconsin is now under the tourism board instead of the arts board so it's just it's some of that got really messed up and yeah that's (laughs) and so it's harder to get the arts board, which is separate from Create Wisconsin, Create Wisconsin is an organization that is the legis- that is the advocacy arm, um, a group right. of individuals who advocate for the arts to our legislators. The arts board is a funding organization where they will fund distribute, grants. Yeah, and they're writing checks. Grants. Right, yeah. they write checks, <laughs> and those two know each other and they work really well together Mm -hmm. um but you know it is it is important for everybody for you for me for everyone to talk to their legislators get to know them and you know maybe keep in you know contact create wisconsin get on their mailing list get on their newsletter find out what's going on and what funding what projects are going on first of all that you can maybe be a part of Mm -hmm. and and how it's important to get something happening in our area, get some representation. Yeah. I always say that art is a basic form of communication and that means that it doesn't go one way. You know, mm-hmm. we, we need the artists need the art appreciators. Yes. And so, you know, we all have to hold up our end of the bargain <laughs> and maybe artists don't like numbers and math sometimes, but uh, it's important and it, you know, funding is not maybe not fun to talk about, but mm-hmm. it it makes things happen. Yes, you like fun events. You like more visibility for arts. We we need some funding, mm-hmm. and not not I don't mean we as in like us, but like yeah. everybody. Yes, <laughs> and it could be something like a, a civic project. I know we've talked about different things, like the uh, we, Lemon Street has kind of adopted Union Park, so mm-hmm. no secret. Mm-hmm. So can we do something to enhance that area? Can we do some sidewalk poetry? Mm-hmm. Uh, can we write a grant for that to have it happen? So it, it increases the awareness of the arts. Is it something we can do, but we can have somebody talk about 
that we that somebody has done it. The mm-hmm. Beachfront Arts Festival is a great oh. example. They are a new a nonprofit that started a few years ago with the arts festival, and they've done this all on their own. Support those people. You know, mm-hmm. you maybe I mean I don't know if I know any of the bands, but doesn't matter. You know? They had some really good bands. Yeah, we, we were they it did. just full disclosure, everybody. Uh, this happened couple of days ago <laughs> as we we're recording this mm-hmm. and we were there and uh amazing lineup they stuck it out through the rain and so good yeah that was amazing bands i've i've discovered new bands so i really liked oh yummy oh that was fun too they were great i really uh, like sun silo but i we... missed them i had to leave yeah oh, you gotta listen to them on um spotify i'm gonna look them up yep do it <laughs> i mean our, our friend kimberly's in that yes band. who've had on past guest yes from violet wilder but yeah, definitely support those efforts. And um, I know Create Wisconsin, they just started this new coalition, the Creative Economy Coalition, which I went up to Madison with um, our art market manager, Brenna. And we were there. We were visibly in the room. We were the youngest people in that room. And they were like, what? You came up from Kenosha? And we're like, yes, because this means so much to us. And we feel like we need to be visible and we need to be present for this. We don't need, like, yes, we could have gone in through Zoom and just sat from home, but, like, we felt like we needed to be visibly present in that room when those conversations were happening. Um, So, but they started this coalition and everything. So um, if you want an easy way to talk to your legislators, you can go through the, um, I think it's through the Creative Coalition, um, website and it might be linked through create wisconsin's website there's a way that you can send um they give you an email template to talk to your legislators and then you can kind of fill in and customize it so um depending on your area yeah the more the more they hear the more they're gonna you know have to do something and it's hard to know what to say yeah help help yeah Yeah, just you know we're doing these great things you know Mm -hmm. don't let this be uh, something that that dies or Mm -hmm. you know the talk about the economic impact talk about the wonderful things that are going Mm -hmm. on here that bring employers and employees here Mm -hmm. i mean the employers are going to come to a place where they can i mean if you want to think about it in dollars and cents you said artists don't uh, don't talk to me about numbers which is kind of a stereotype (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) saying it jokingly okay (laughs) Uh, i know um i i think anyway Mm -hmm. um but it's a real thing, mm-hmm. and it there is that um, part of our economy that is enriched by people who sell artwork, who mm-hmm. teach, who you know put on plays, who put on productions, and you know that has to get counted, and that has to be um, recognized as a a an impactful part of our economy. Mm-hmm. Because it has changed to a you know, more of a tourist economy, um, and and entertainment is almost exclusively art. Like mm-hmm. it, it, I try to think of a form of entertainment that really isn't couldn't be considered an art. You know, casinos. Mm-hmm. Well, mm. okay, yeah. Someone had to graphically design what you're seeing on there. Centuries ago, yeah. <laughs> centuries ago, governments had artists they had like the the governmental artists yeah they had like caesar's artist (laughs) and even in casinos it's bright flashing lights and stuff you know it's and graphic designers have had some impact on that yeah and i don't think people get that i think majority of people just 
it looks nice, looks pretty, or they don't think about it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's that's exactly it. That they it it just you gloss over it. You take it for granted, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's how we get into a situation like we have now, which maybe isn't a hundred percent dire. You know, we have a lot of going for us and, and everything. We don't want to, you know, right, right. But it, it, we got to be serious. You know, mm-hmm. when we're spending fourteen cents per ca- per capita <laughs> per person. Oh, that number, yeah. It makes me so upset to know that we are last 50th of 50 states we are last and what we kind of invest into the arts that is ridiculous it's embarrassing it is is embarrassing and our neighbors are doing fabulous so it's just like what's going on here iowa beat us yeah come on <laughs> minnesota's a land of plenty i, th- I mm-hmm. at one point they're, it was like a dollar 64 i think they're spending per they're capita. almost at seven now oh sh- yeah okay. yeah they're like number three yeah so they have a, mm-hmm. a very rich native culture too yeah so i think that so do I, we I, and I, we I, should <laughs> yeah exactly I, I i understand but we don't talk about it oh. we don't i mean i think notoriously artists are bad at tooting their own horn yeah mm-hmm. i think lemon street gallery is bad at doing that it has been for 25 years um, <laughs> don't raise your hand <laughs> um, because it's hard you don't want to be i mean it it is you don't want to brag it's a about fine it. line yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know you want to bring awareness but you don't want to puff out your chest and be you know that cocky person mm-hmm. right. yeah so you just want to you want to just embrace everything as much as you can and kind of just silently do it i i understand being in this position it's hard um that's why we need advocates yeah and advocates will say hey you know what they're doing and we're seeing they're doing this really great thing you know what they're doing in kenosha they're doing this really great this you know people who love the concept of the art market Uh yeah and they love the concept of the beachfront arts festival they love those concepts they need to know that they're happening and that you know Mm -hmm. they can be part of it or yeah that that's even happening yeah, I mean, you think about all these great events. Think about the one that isn't happening right, right. now. There, there could be something going, you know, that that isn't happening because they didn't have the funding, they didn't have the education, the the networking, the access to put it together, and mm-hmm. and that's what we're missing. Mm-hmm. I want Kenosha to do a sandcastle competition. She's been holding on to this idea forever, and oh. I think we should do it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Sand building competition. Cause I don't know where you start with that, but you know. How good, how appropriate is that with our, you know, great yeah. natural Ooh. resource? <laughs> we smack them. There's a lot of gesturing it's going on. I know, I'm trying to not talk with my no, hands, it's good. it's hard. She's very excited about the sand building competition. <laughs> uh, I mean, they do the snow, build, snow thing in, in Lake Geneva, you know. We have our days. ice yeah. days. Yeah, uh, yeah. we got a lot of sand. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. It's there. I think it could be a thing. Yeah. So. It'd be at like Simmons Island Park, maybe. Mm-hmm. They're opening got... up the beach house now. Oh, Big breaking saying. news next month. Now that we've got somebody who's taking that over and it will be actually operational. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we could do a little team up collab, something. Maybe mm-hmm. next, oh, next year. Well, maybe. Yeah, they, no, no, yeah. The, the owners love us. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a chit chat with them a few times. That's uh, Meryl, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. I forget the other other lovely person that is involved they're in like the newspaper today yeah, i know <laughs> <laughs> the name i feel bad it's okay but either way the beach um, house yes. simmons island beach house so maybe we'll we'll have a conversation that would be awesome we will accept ideas yes. too <laughs> so if <laughs> your listeners have ideas out there that you would like to see um being put on events that you'd like to see 
Yeah, let us know. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely pass it on to our legislator. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no there, there's somebody that can connect people. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I love doing that. I'm trying to connect people. Of like, hey, I'm looking for a photographer for X Y Z. Bam! I have a photographer for you. It's just like, it's very. Um, just like gratifying to know that, hey, I'm helping this person achieve something they want by giving this connection. It's just, I don't know. And Visit Kenosha, who I work for, they help with this kind of thing as well. They can mm -hmm. help with getting grants for certain events mm -hmm. that we've, we've done that in the past and hope to do so more in the future. And we also can help with, you know, logistics and ideas and where should, where, when, how, Sand that kind of stuff. Carnival. <laughs> The sand carnival. Yeah. But yeah. anyway. So any ideas or anything like that, share them. And we'll <laughs> send them to Shelby. Yeah, send, <laughs> load up my inbox. Um. But don't like throw it at somebody else. This is, you know, it, like we've said, it takes a team to do some of these things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you everybody can come up with an idea, but it takes a mm -hmm. special someone to bring it to fruition. Yeah. Because it's hard. It will be a struggle. Yep. But. If you have an idea and you want some connections, mm -hmm. come on over here. We'll probably get something for you. Yeah. <laughs> a rising tide so lifts I all ships. I was just thinking of your quote. And I was trying to... It's been a while since I said yeah. that. It has been a while. K-Town Connects, they always tease me about that. And Why? they always get it wrong. And I think it's on purpose. I think it is too. <laughs> Do they say Jason. boats? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You'll always say... Something. I always thought it was boats, actually. Because Donnie, Donnie always tries to say loose lips, <laughs> sink, sink ships. ships. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I like many hands make light work. So. There yeah. you go. That's another... Pop that bubble. Pop that bubble. <laughs> Did I, are there any I didn't say? I don't know. Art is a basic form of communication. Yeah, you, <laughs> I said that one already. Checklist, you've got them all. <laughs> Stop on by. Bingo, bingo. We've got art space bingo. <laughs> oh, oh, that could be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Another idea. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, we got to start with art buddies first, I oh, think. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That'll be fun. Um I don't know if you've heard about Art Buddies. Listen to the um, Ben episode. Ben Moana yeah. episode, yes. We yeah, clicked on the And the last episode, we also talked about it briefly. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll talk about it one more time because I want it to happen so bad. We keep saying so, it. It's eventually going to I'm going to do it eventually. The mentoring, the partner? partner? No, oh. um, that was a different thing. But um, <laughs> Art Buddies is basically we put together like a Facebook event or an event where people who listen to the podcast can go to these events in different places and know that they have someone there that oh, also likes gotcha. art. And like you can make friends and connect and um, take your art buddies out to other places too. So like once a month we do an event, an event where um, it's an art buddies event and we'd have um, pins when people come. So people could go be like, hey, you're an art buddy. Like gold star. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, everybody so, knows that feeling of like, oh, I was going to go to that thing, but I had nobody to go with. Yeah. Well, here so, we go. But knowing that there's people there that also listen to the podcast that do care about the arts and really want to widen their artist horizon and just have more exposure to different kinds of art um that process is just intimidating in itself so knowing that you have other people doing it and going with you um kind of helps so yeah yeah i think that's a very good initiative i really so, do yeah that was going to be in our um facebook group we we're going to try and start something there and look soon. for that yes soon. I won't give you a day How or a month. <laughs> Hopefully, I get my budding gear, but we'll 
We'll get into you that. You get a lot on your plate. I do. <laughs> and I just had my show, so I'm like trying to catch my breath still, and it's like, I feel like I still can't breathe. Well, it's changeover <laughs> weekend here at the gallery, yes. so yeah. new, all new art is being installed. Mm -hmm. and... Got a new featured show and got new main gallery art. It's just so much. So definitely not this uh, next two weeks. You're scheduling <laughs> yeah. for 2024, yes. so that's a big, always a that's, big, yeah. Yeah, so... I'm doing a lot, <laughs> but I'm still here, still supporting the arts. Still, doing great. Yeah, still chit-chatting with people and getting the word out. So, yes. Nice. I'm doing it. <laughs> well. So, yes, yes, the more we can promote mm -hmm. the things that are going on, the more we can talk to our legislators, the mm -hmm. easier it is. And it it is difficult maybe the first time, but it mm -hmm. isn't after that. It seems like a big, hairy, scary thing, but it mm -hmm. isn't. No. So. Get involved, speak up. Yeah. We want you to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I hate the saying, but the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Well, that's another good one. Yeah, I hate Barking it. Barking dog gets the bone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Early bird gets the worm. <laughs> <laughs> <Kind of. laughs> yeah, that's a little, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so just trying to make things more transparent. And then if you want to get involved with that process with the Creative Economy Coalition, um, through Create Wisconsin, you can also submit stories. So if there's anything you want to submit, um, like mental health and art that you type up um, or write up, um, they can get published in local newspapers as well. They'll help with that, getting your story out there in the public and um, uh, relayed over to the legislators. Um, so yeah, they, they, they will definitely help you out. And I think they're um, they're very ground floor right now, but they're building up to something really awesome from what I've seen at that meeting. So we're, so they can uh, go to, what is it, createwisconsin.org? I think, Probably. Yep. yep. I'm going to double check for you guys yeah. real quick. Oh, we got to fill mm -hmm. some space. I know um, Anne <laughs> Ann is the... Um, Ann Katz. Yeah, yeah, she's the director there, and she has been a superstar mm -hmm. for a, quite some time. And it was a bit of an identity crisis that... Um, it used to be Arts Wisconsin, yeah, and then there's an Arts Board, so people were always getting those oh, two sure. mixed up. Yeah, I was on the board for Arts Wisconsin, but <laughs> not the Arts Board, and not the Arts Board. But Jane Herring, one of our artist members, is on the board for Arts Wisconsin. No, Arts, Arts the board. Arts Board, the Arts okay. Board, and yeah. So and now that. It, Arts Wisconsin was having a bit of an identity crisis. That's why they came mm -hmm. up with Create Wisconsin, kind of like Visit Kenosha. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it says what it is, and it's not mm -hmm. one to be confused with. Easier. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. And it is createwisconsin.org, and then it's under the advocacy tab. Um, there's a legislation or legislative action center um, and different talking points if you want to talk with people. Um, and just ways that you can kind of relay this information without spitting a bunch of numbers at people because sometimes people don't personally connect with numbers as much <laughs> um, as Beth throws a cap at me. Um, <laughs> um, so they have different ways that you could talk about this topic without just spewing a bunch of um, larger words and um, numbers. Yeah. So just trying to really connect on... Um, the basic level of what we're trying to, what they're trying to accomplish with this. And um, yeah, we're really excited. Lemon Street is signed up to be a part of the coalition. So basically we're reporting um, 
income and everything so that they can get analytics on um, the support that we receive. And um, yeah, we've got some ideas for how we can kind of um, report on different things like at the art market and um, try and do surveys and anything like that. So yeah, however you want to connect. Information is power. Yes. Mm -hmm. So connect with createwisconsin.org to help with this problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, it takes a few minutes. You yeah. know, it, it does. And then you're done. Mm -hmm. so. And it could make the world a difference. And yep. you may feel called to do more. Yeah. Yes. And you can always do more. So <laughs> that's your homework, everybody. Um, yes. <laughs> get, get working on that. Mm -hmm. Get cranking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there anything you want to promote, Beth? <sighs> that one podcast? Oh. <laughs> well, so I don't know. As I was definitely, it's it's art related, but that's um, fine. Go for it. It's we, this is your promote section. This you is know? my promote section. It's well, podcast any, any related. <laughs> um, I have uh, a new podcast that is going to be dropping. A podcast that I'm interested in. Um, it is called Hang Up. Yep. Hang it up. is my nephew Ben Montoya. <laughs> Shout out. Name Shout out. <laughs> yep. He is um, I'm very proud of him. He is oh. a podcaster from, uh, uh, I think he invented podcasting. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. I mean, he, he's young, but he has been on the uh, cutting edge of it for a very long time. He, well, thank you. Yeah. Ben, ben is amazing. <laughs> he um, would volunteer time at the, the college radio station, and he has this great podcast voice but um he oh, mm -hmm. is he is and he's worked for i said um audible and Condé nast and so now he is kind of on his own and doing his doing what he loves he is uh going to be teaching podcast production at nyu this semester Ooh, la, la. coming semester but he is dropping um a reality dating show called uh hang up and the the premise of the show though is you know at how how many reality shows is the the objective is to get married at the end of you know find this married couple well this mm -hmm. is not that objective the objective is not this um it is all um done by phone call so the contestants or whatever never see each other and they can choose to either hang up on the date the star person can either hang up on the individual and then at the end the person who is the last one chosen by the star can also has the power to mm. reject or accept this person. And then they go to a, the winners, then will go to an all expense paid vacation. So, oh. I mean, there's not the expectation of a ring in the end, but right. you are ringing somebody up. <laughs> yeah. <But> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's coming up and, um, Check that out. Look yeah. for that. that out. Yeah. And uh, we know you like podcasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and his father, um, uh, Fred Montoya, just his little shout out for him, was an extra in Oppenheimer. What? Uh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. Because uh, uh, he's in New Mexico. Yes. Right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's got a strong connection. Well, he works in Los, Los Alamos. Los Alamos. But, you know, yeah. yeah. And he has been doing a couple different extra. Um, appearances in different shows. Who a Better Call Saul was filmed in Holy New Mexico, moly. so he is like the guy drinking coffee in the booth. Um, 
<laughs> so no no actual mention, but um, you know he hasn't gotten credits, but he he's uh, he's been able to see and work with some really amazing people. Not you know like heavily working. Yeah, with, yeah. But, like, They're over there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Yeah. They're it's gonna walk mind. past me. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. So he was an op. I actually saw him. Um, so I mean, for a split second, uh, they do. They like um, blur out the crowd a lot. Oh, okay. So, oh, yeah, but, very cool. cool. Very exciting. Yes. Yeah. So my my famous artistic family <laughs> in the south, so, oh. um, mm. doing their job to promote the arts. In their own way. Well, good for them. All and... right, Shelby's looking at her watch. <laughs> no, I accidentally got a text message that wasn't. Someone asked, Someone sent me a text message that was not supposed to go to me. <laughs> so <laughs> those um, are my favorite because that was Play along. that was so out of context. So <laughs> ooh wee. <laughs> There's another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're the jerk, Sharon. <laughs> yeah, that uh, was not pertaining to the previous conversation I was having with that person. So either way, <laughs> um, well, um, thank you for coming on the podcast. Yeah, we truly thank you for having yes. me. Thank you. Thank you. you know, um, yeah. You're I, great. I, you guys are great. I mean, oh. to do this on your own time, I think is a great service to the arts and to our community. And I am glad that you're doing it. Oh. And, um, I'm glad that you're here and no. get everybody on it. You yes. know, everybody listen. Yes, yes, please. So have, start a Patreon. <laughs> We're working oh, on it. yeah, that's on the list, right? <laughs> yeah. That's, um, it's Patreon, Art Buddies. No, wait, it's TikTok, Patreon, Art oh, Buddies. TikTok. But I might put a pause on TikTok because I don't like social media. Yeah. So. Somebody <laughs> out there does. Yes, so. Uh, but hey. yeah, I, I think that people would be happy to support mm -hmm. and they don't know how. So having Patreon gives them a really good mm -hmm. um, means in which to do that. And you can give them shout outs and, you know, mm -hmm. that's what it's all about. Oh, yeah. Well, you can spell their name backwards and mispronounce <laughs> it and you can do all kinds of fun things with those Patreon True. <laughs> true. Very true. Yeah, I'll butcher it either way. I wouldn't know anything about giving shout outs to patrons. No, and, not uh, at all. No. Jake's weather page never does. Patreon.com slash Kenosha weather. Oh, uh, <laughs> so <much> plug. <laughs> yeah, and, and you really, honestly, you don't have to, you know, even commit to too much money and he'll shout out your name. Yeah, like a dollar. <laughs> like a dollar. <laughs> like, I don't think they even let you do it anymore. I think I grandfathered my oh. grandfathered in. Anyway. That's but, a different podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, and YouTube. I heard Stitcher's going away. <gasps> Stitcher's going away. Stitcher's going away. Oh, oh, well. Well, get us while you can on Stitcher. Yeah. <laughs> going out of business sale. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. And we would really appreciate any... Um, uh, five-star ratings or any likes um, on those platforms and any comments um, just so we can interact and um, that'll help us with the algorithm as well and we'd love to just spread all of this um, local artistry uh, as much as possible so share it with your friends share it with your if grandma you're feeling lazy and you don't want to do all that call to action stuff we were talking about send it to someone who will <laughs> yes please <laughs> please so um yeah. or, or invent you know, email addresses. This yeah. <laughs> everybody's got a few. That's I possible. Know, so. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you how, but Back Google it. Ones. 
but yeah, um, we just love some engagement and some comments or anything. So um, feedback, whatever you'd like to give us. Um, it is greatly appreciated. And you can find us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at the Art Space Podcast. And you can join our Facebook group, The Marvelous Makers and the Art Appreciators. We're starting the Art Buddies there, so look for it. Um, but we also post local events, anything going on in the local art community that you can join in on. And um, we're also on Instagram. We are at the Art Space Pod. Um, so check us out there. And our YouTube channel, the Art Space Podcast. So, are you on X? Oh gosh, uh, no. Breaking. She doesn't even know who that is. No, that's Twitter now. No, <laughs> renamed Twitter it X. X dot com. That is dumb. And no, <laughs> no, we're not on Twitter or X or Threads yet. Uh, maybe we will be one day. Who knows? But, but um, oh, and we want to thank our sponsor, Draw Joseph. Joseph yeah. from Draw Joseph. Mm-hmm. His name first name isn't Draw. Yeah. <laughs> So we want to thank him. We want to thank our uh, musical, I almost said musical guest. (laughs) Musical guest. Would you kindly? (laughs) They did our theme song. (laughs) That was very SNL. Yeah. I got the the impression of the announcer. Yes. (laughs) Did that well. (laughs) Uh, But we want to thank Would You Kindly for doing our theme song. Yay. And it kind of sums up. Their song really sums up why a lot of people do This is why we do it. Yes. So... Go check it out on Spotify as well. There's a lot you can do. Uh, just check out and support as much local as you can because it's it's so appreciated on so many levels. So um, and it doesn't take it doesn't cost a lot to do that. Or there's ways you could do it for free. So we truly, truly, truly appreciate that um, and the efforts on um, that front. So yay yay um i think that about wraps it up for this episode as a car goes driving by um wraps up for this one and we will see you in the next one bye bye